Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today, ahead of the statewide Super League prelim final, is South Adelaide coach Jared Wright. And Jared, uh, you must have been delighted the way the boys played in the first semi-final victory against Glenelg. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Zach. It was um, yeah, it was certainly a uh, a finals-like performance. Um, we knew Glenelg was going to be a very contested game, and um, you know, certainly it was a much of a, a territory oriented game with not much possession. But the way the boys uh, fought out the game and, and got the ascendancy and held on was um, just a, a really good effort. Yeah, you were able to get on top uh, reasonably early after conceding that first goal, but um, and Glenelg uh, made a few runs at you. But each time you were able to respond, which uh, must have pleased you as well. Yeah, it was very pleasing to be able to. I guess um, we, we knew that they were. They can score quickly and, and they've got some very dangerous forwards and, and they're a quality team. So we knew they were always going to have their momentum. It was just um, um, our ability to to withhold that by, by getting a stoppage goal uh, at a critical moment or, or win a centre bounce and get the ball into our forward half straight after they scored a goal was, was really uh, really pleasing. And, and obviously it helps when you've got a, um, a top-end ruckman and, and you've got good quality mids. You know, with Ben Heaslip and Nick Schwartz and Malcolm Carpenter, Going through there, we were able to, um, you know, to to resurrect that score pretty quickly. Mm. You mentioned Malcolm Carpenter, uh, outstanding game from him uh, with the four goals, and uh, he was uh, constructive with his 18 disposals as well, four tackles. Um, only played the four league games this season, so um, did you expect him to um, produce that on the big stage? We we certainly. We certainly know he's a quality player, and um, we've, that's why we've we've probably managed him yeah. uh, a lot more in the back half of this year um, because he had a couple of early setbacks, and because we we rate him so highly, he's, he's one of our, our best players at the, in the club, and mm-hmm. um, we we know he can play that type of football. And when we we rushed him back probably a week prematurely, and um, he re-injured a, a calf, and um, so then we we took the more cautious approach and. Yeah. You know, probably took four weeks with him rather than the, the two or three like it should have been and um, and then just built him up in the two slowly with a couple of, you know, really played a quarter and a half one week and mm-hmm. played a two and a half quarters the second week and then played league footy the other week. So um, <clears throat> for him to come back in and, and play the way he did was, was not... Uh, um, was nothing out of the, out of the ordinary for, for what we know he can produce, but it was certainly uh, quality timing to do it. Yeah, most definitely. You know, it was more uh, about the conditioning for him. We know he's a, he's a class act when he's up and running fitness-wise, that is for sure. Um, uh, the youth brigade uh, just keeps on giving for you as well. Uh, Luke Bogle, Jason Horn, Bo McCreary, Eamon Wilkinson uh, all played really key roles, and um, that's a really good sign, not just uh, to get you through to the prelim, but uh, for the long-term benefit of the footy club. Yeah, it's been something that we've been building on, um, you know, throughout our, our talent pathway and our academy program. The, you know, the past probably five or six years, and um, you know, under 18s have, have made finals and a grand final. You know, I think three out of the last four years. So there's there's been um, a, a little bit more depth with, with talent come through the grades, and and you know, we're starting to see that at, at senior level with um, the players that you mentioned, and you know, add on. You know, Bob McCreary and Hayden Sampson as well. There's, um, I think, there's nine players in that team that have played under 18 grand final within the last two years, mm. um, which is a, 
you know, a, a great effort from, from those individual players, but it also shows that we've got um, some really good growth and development um, happening in our pathway and there's a, a stable future um, for, for local players in our, in, our, in our area. And also it reduced the reliance on uh, guys like Joel Cross and Joey Haynes, 14 disposals each, just did enough and what, they, what was required, but they, they weren't relied upon really heavily. That was what's probably most um, exciting and pleasing to come out of the, the game. For for it was a low possession low possession game. Um, I think you know I think there was only two or three players on the field that got over twenty touches. So you know the the numbers of sixteen or fifteen disposals was probably the norm for the game rather than being mid twenties. But for for those younger players to I guess to carry the weight um, in regards to execution and, and playing their role and, and I guess lifting the team to a really solid winner for Glenelg and, and have, you know, Joel Cross and Matty Broadbent, Hainsey, um, Schwartz, Heaslip, you know, all, all play good games, but, mm. but not the not the, the outstanding games that we know they're capable of doing. It probably adds a, another element of um, excitement for, for what we can bring, you know, this week against the Eagles. Yeah, let's turn our attention to uh, the prelim final against Woodville West Torrens. Um, must be really excited to to get a crack at them. Obviously, um, went down to them in round eight this year in your most recent meeting at Flinders University Stadium. But um, you weren't by any means disgraced that day. It was probably, uh, in many respects, um, your your own worst enemy in front of goal, weren't you? Yeah, we. I think we kicked. I think we kicked six goals, sixteen, and I think four on the full. Um, uh, in that game, so it was a little bit um, disappointing that we we probably didn't take the ascendancy into half time that we had. I think we were plus plus ten or twelve inside fifties at half time, and um, only four points down. It should have been probably three or four goals up. But um, yeah, they're they're a quality team, and they only lost the two games um, for the entire season. They're rated ranked number one for offense and number one for defense um, with scores. So. Um, they had a little hiccup on the weekend, but we certainly understand that um, you know they were the minor premiers for a reason, and yeah. and they're going to come back um, and and bounce back for a, a really tough game Sunday. They've got a very experienced core cool group as well, who know um, yeah how to steady things up in a final. Yeah, they do. Obviously, um, you know Jimmy Tompkins and Joey Sinel, uh, Paddy Rafita, you know Luke Thompson, Gamati Goldsworthy. Yeah. I guess the list goes on with the, the quality uh, of depth that they've got in their team. Um, then you're chucking the Hayes boys up front um, with, with Little Row. It, it's a pretty formidable, um, talented group. So, you know, we we understand um, we understand their strengths, we understand their, their weaknesses, but, it, you know, it, it's going to be a finals-like game and that's what, um, that's what the brand we played last week and, and we're certainly expecting that this Sunday. You look to use your speed even more because uh, just looking at the forecast uh, from this point to being midweek uh, for Sunday, it looks quite good and quite warm. So um, perhaps try and uh, continue on with your ability to uh, run and carry as you did against Glenelg. Yeah, we never know with the forecast, uh, Zach. They've, they've been a little bit off uh, of late, of as much as the rain did come in the, mm. I guess, in the second half of the late game. We were pretty lucky to get away with a quite good conditions um but yeah sunday you know looks like it's going to be a, a quality day 27 so it's going to be a fast deck but um 
yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look to utilise our speed naturally. That's yeah. that's that's the way we play. We, we we've got some young youth and, and some quick players that that can run, but we're certainly going to have to be strong in the contest because that's equal strength to the way they they defend as a team. They they really tackle. Their tackle numbers were, were quality um, throughout the year. They had a, a bit of a, a lower day on the weekend, so we're, we're certainly expecting that that tackle rate and pressure to to, to lift quite significantly. So, you know, if we can get the ball in the front half early and and just weather the storm a little bit, um, hopefully we can we can ease into the game. But we're we're certainly not expecting much time and space with the ball this week. I would imagine uh, difficult to make any changes to the 22 that um, got the job done against the Bays, but you, I, I assume you may have a couple available in uh, James Lonergan and also Tyson Brown to perhaps consider? It's going to be hard to make changes, but, um, you know, we'll certainly look at, you know, our best matchups um, and, our, and our best 22, you know, for the conditions and the team this week. Um, yeah, Tyson Brown's still um, coming back from his um, his hip flexor and, and got through a, a full session last night, which was positive. Um, yeah, James Lonergan's trained fully for you know a week and a half now, and he was probably about to go last week, so he's certainly available mm-hmm. this week. Liam Fit is also um, pushing um, to play and be available. He trained a bit last week, and um, he, he's he's looking like he'll be fit and ready to go if he if he can sneak into the team. So mm-hmm. it's probably our our most healthiest group that we've had since mm-hmm. you know preseason. To be honest, we've got 28, 29 players to to pick from and. Yeah, it's it's going to be hard to make changes, and with our reserves not being in the finals, there's there's no real, you know, formal game for the for these you know seven or eight players waiting in the wings to play, which is which is hard to to pick from. But um, you know, certainly we're in uh, good health and good spirits, and and we'll we'll choose a team accordingly in the next uh, 24 hours. Well, Jared, uh, we certainly look forward to seeing that unfold on the Sample website on Thursday evening. But we thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio to discuss the Sanford Statewide Super League prelim final, which is on this Sunday at the Adelaide Oval from 3.15pm, of course, taking on Woodville West Torrens. Wishing you all the best for it. Thanks, Zach.